Hey, you're listening to the Burnt Out Entrepreneur Podcast, where you'll learn why you're feeling so burnt out, some insights and hacks to get you along this entrepreneurial journey. I'm Kylie Yotel, former oil and gas manager, turned health coach, life coach, and business mentor for female entrepreneurs just like you and help them heal and recover from burnout. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Burnt Out Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Kylie Ota, and today we're going to be talking about a third aspect of the time framework. So if you've been following along, time, the acronym is time, of course, ideas, money, and energy. So today we're going to be talking about M for money, and we're going to be discovering how each archetype in entrepreneurship kind of deals with money and why this is important. So specifically to coaches, right? Most of my clientele are coaches. Most of the entrepreneurs that I work with are either coaches or consultants. So that's what this episode is really geared towards, how each type of coach will be using their money and how they kind of look at money as an asset in their business. So first and foremost, right, we always start with the powerhouses just because that's the order that I kind of built them in. And also, like I've said before, the powerhouse really is the hidden and quit it. So, right, if you're a powerhouse, listen to this first part and then just move on with your life and be fine. <laughs> and again, the perfectionist, you guys are going to be last today because, again, right, the perfectionist likes to hear what everybody else is doing so that they can make sure that theirs is the correct assessment. Like, okay, yes. I totally see where these other three archetypes are coming from, but yes, this fourth one really resonates with me and how I spend my money. So that's what we're going to be doing today, okay? First and foremost, again, powerhouse, right? So the powerhouse personality type really, um, they're really result-oriented and focused on efficiency, but their drive for success, you know, this really leads to the rapid growth and really impactful coaching experiences. However, right, they need to be mindful of balancing this super direct approach with, you know, their clients' needs and be able to provide thorough and supportive environments for their clients, right? This is for long-term success and well-being. A lot of times if you are a powerhouse coach or you're working with a powerhouse coach, you know, like, okay, you're going to get fast results, but sometimes, you know, their bedside manner is a little lacking. So anyway, what you can expect to get if you're working with one of these coaches or a powerhouse coach, or if you are a powerhouse coach, right? Cutting edge solutions, right? You're focused on cutting edge solutions. So you're always looking for what's new, what's next, because you want your clients to have a top-notch experience and you want to make sure that they, as your clients, get really quick results. You want that transformation for them. You want them to get a big hit right out of the gate, right? So you might allocate funds for an app that makes things more efficient. Maybe, um, and I know that's why a lot, I work with a lot of powerhouse coaches and consultants 
is they want to build, you know, the systems and the automations to get their business moving more efficiently. Like they like a volume of clients, right? The more clients they have coming in, the better. It is not necessarily about the clients, but even how they market, like everything is bigger, better, faster. And it's all about, you know, really success oriented goals and results. So marketing, right? They invest a lot in marketing. I've already said before, like they, they will spend money on ads and um, like they'll invest in high ticket coaches to just really push them forward and get them the results that they need because they know that when they get the results that they need, then their clients will also get bigger and better results as well. So everything for them is, is results and efficiency driven. Um, another thing that they invest in, again, is results-focused programs. So they may invest in a high-ticket coaching program. So say you're a health coach. You may invest in an already done-for-you program because, one, you know that it's been vetted. You know that other people have used it. And it's a program that has gotten results. So you're like, okay, let me just invest in this white-label program because – it has everything built in and then you take it and you tweak it, of course, right? You tweak it for yourself to make sure that it fits what you're teaching in your coaching container, but investing in white labels, um, programs, and even like email marketing campaigns, like you will invest in these things because it will get you results faster. Again, with communication, Direct and efficient communication is your thing. So you might invest in a, a tool to help you communicate with your clients faster, right? Because you know that that direct communication with your clients is just gets you better and more efficient results. So like maybe a texting app, you might invest in something like that or like an all-in-one coaching platform where, you know, payment processes are all included, email marketing, um, like all of your clients are in one database so that everything's connected, everything's touching so that you know how they are getting to their success path. Again, so the powerhouse coaching style really is about bold strategies, rapid progress, um, you know, bold transformation and business growth. So if you're a powerhouse, that that's you in a nutshell. Okay, so moving on, we're going to tap into the popular coaching style. And um, specifically for this popular archetype, right, they need to leverage their natural charisma and people skills to connect with others. And they really focus on creating engaging and impactful experiences, right? It's all about feeling for these people. Like, how does it make my client feel? Um, and it's, all, it's really about the experience for the popular archetype. And they really want to make sure that energy gets communicated to their clients, right? The popular archetype, just as a reminder, is the one who is driven by a lot of ideas. So a lot of times the popular archetype will get a lot of ideas and it's really hard for them to kind of, as, as opposed to the powerhouse archetype, well, it's okay, 
if I want this result, I'm going to go for it. And they're early adapters and they just kind of go with the popular archetype. A lot of times it's um, analysis paralysis where there's like a lot going on and they may not know which area to focus on. But as long as it feels good and it feels aligned, that's the direction that they're going to take. And of course, for the popular archetype, it's all about relationships. It's all about building community. So this is where you'll see the popular archetypes spend a lot of their money, like building networks, like going to networking events, maybe investing in in networking membership, like BNI, you know, they see a lot of um, potential in investing in community-driven experiences and uh, creating an engaged audience. So Right. Again, client engagement and community building is number one for these guys. So like that could look like maintaining a very present presence on social media. Right. They're always posting. They're always engaging. They're always commenting. And, you know, they like to do reels or videos. And like I've said before in um, previous episodes, the marketing tactics, right? Video is very important for the popular archetype because they need their clients or potential clients, their audience to feel their energy, right? Because it's all about the feeling. It's all about how do they connect with the people that they need to connect with. And so another thing that they like to do is events, right? They like to go to networking events. They like to host their own events, right? They'll probably host in-person events over webinars, although webinars over Zoom where everyone is like, not Zoom webinar, but, you know, Zoom meeting where they get to see each other and like all the, you know, attendees get to see each other. Everybody gets to interact because that high vibe, that high energy is really important for them. Again, right, they love Facebook groups um, and they just like investing in anything that will um, put themselves out in the front. And of course, they like to invest in publicity and promotion, meaning PR. So they will invest in PR because, again, it's all about touch. Like how many people can I touch? How many people can I connect with? That's where they're investing their money. They want that high touch experience with their audience. So they will do speaking engagements. They will do or invest in like getting into rooms with the right people. And they will also invest in a really good website. They will invest in brand photography. Not saying that, you know, the powerhouse won't, because she definitely will. But for the popular archetype, it's really about connecting with their audience, making sure that the person who's seeing them connects with them on that level because they're very big on, you know, that visual connection. So, yeah. Um, And again, hosting, workshops, seminars, anything to give them a touch point with their audience is what they're going to be investing in. Like with the powerhouse, like they will host events, but they might throw a Facebook ad up in front of that thing because it's not that they don't care about the people who are attending. It's not their primary concern. So that's the difference between popular and powerhouse. Powerhouse, okay, yes, let the people come in, but they're more 
concerned with, okay, how many people did we get? How many people did we reach? As opposed to the popular archetype would be, who did I reach? Who did we connect with? See what I'm saying? Not saying that powerhouse is all about the numbers game, but they're, they're just more analytical in that sense. So the next one up is the philanthropist. And these are very supportive people, right? They're, they are the people who wear their hearts on their sleeve. And so again, these people prioritize um, relationships, but for them, um, so the popular archetype likes a lot of relationships. The philanthropist is more introverted. So again, they're both people, 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 right? But um, think of it like the popular is a more extroverted type and then the philanthropist is a more introverted type who likes like a one-on-one -on -one connection with their people. So and this is why they prioritize strong relationships with their um, their group. And they love community. They love personalized support. So you'll see these people investing in um, like something that will create like a cocoon or a very comforting environment. They may host things in Facebook groups, but I think for them, Facebook groups get kind of messy. So they may invest in something like Mighty Networks or something that takes people off of social media and into a more personalized setting, if that makes sense. And in-person events too, instead of like, yeah, you know, think of the popular archetype, like they like events as well, but for them, it's the more the merrier. So the bigger the venue, like the more people you can cram into the room, that's probably their, you know, their gig. <clears throat> but with the philanthropist archetype, they really like small, intimate gatherings. So meaning at a small coffee shop with, you know, like a limited sign up list and making sure everyone RSVP so they can curate the list. Right. They want to make sure that they know the people who are coming with the popular, like they don't care, like bring your friends, the more the merrier. Right. But with the philanthropists, they're very um, they want to make sure everyone is safe. Everyone, you know, is connected and supportive. And the other thing that they will also invest in is resources, um, especially around like for the health coaches, right, they will invest in, um, you know, continuing education around um, like just investing in themselves, like getting better, providing better resources for their, um, their clients. So it's different than the powerhouse, like the powerhouse will invest in, um, you know, how to like, really beef up their programs so that their clients get quick results, right? So the powerhouse is results driven, but for the philanthropist, it's like wellness. Like how are my clients being supported in the process? Again, not saying that the pop, um, the powerhouse does not care about their clients' well-being and support, but customer service for the powerhouse is not it's not one of their top priorities they're like well are you getting results if you're not getting results you'll let me know right because they're used to, to dealing 
with other powerhouses because as a powerhouse i'm like hey you're going too fast i'm not getting the result like they will speak up for themselves as opposed to the philanthropist who's used to to um caring for everybody else first right so that's why um, the philanthropist will make sure that their clients are fully supported fully taken care of um these are out of all of the four, these are the people-pleasing archetype. So it's really good when you do have a course like this, they make sure that you're keeping up with everything as opposed to a powerhouse who'd be like, well, if you need help, you'll let me know, right? But the philanthropist is the one that will check in more often. So that's another thing, right? They really invest in community support. They will invest in having a community um engagement person or you know customer support person because making sure that their customers are supported is very important to them because they want everyone connected to them to feel that level of support that softness that's that close-knit community that safety right so again that is the philanthropist and how they invest their money in their business right so they're really investing in client comfort and support resources. Last but not least, you are my perfectionist. <laughs> very meticulous, very, you know, um, checking off the boxes. And so another thing that you guys like to do as a perfectionist, right? You like to make sure that your clients have all of the support that they need. You will provide checklists for your people so like you will invest in canva you will invest in creating these resources worksheets all the things for your clients because you know that if they have the right support that they right they have a list they have a workbook they have everything that they need so how can they go wrong right and another thing they like to invest in is assessments so, right, they they like to really assess each client as they come in, find out where they are so that each person can get kind of like a personalized um, experience. They want to make sure that because like, right as a perfectionist, they want to make sure all the boxes are checked off. So thorough research and analysis. Um, and they're also looking into resources. So let's say it's a health coach, right? She will always be researching the latest in supplements or the latest in, you know, health-related news, medical journals, research articles, um, anything to stay current with the latest findings. And in business coaching, right, they're going to be looking at market research, um, their analytics, right, to gain the insight that they need to make sure that they're taking care of their clients well. Again, structured planning. It's a perfectionist, right? I'm talking to perfectionists. Um, you know, they like to have tools to assess where their clients are at. So say um, I had a money coach as a client. So right, she had an assessment of, okay, where you are. Like she had a money tracker, like assessing where all of your money was going. Um, right now she's working on an assessment to make sure she puts you in the right place in her program because she wants to make sure that, you know, when you're coming into the program that 
you're not getting hit with a lot of fluff, but you're you're starting right at the spot that you need to be starting at. And for business coaches, right, they might have you do a whole business assessment before you come in. They want to know where you're at. They want to know your numbers, right? Or even for you, if you are the perfectionist and you are a business coach consultant, right? You are also on top of your numbers, your analytics, you're looking at everything, right? And you may invest in a tool that helps gather the data. So me specifically, I have a tool that connects to all of my social media outlets, gathers all the data, which is the highest performing, highest engaging post, all of that for, for all of my platforms. And it's really good because right, you can get the data and it analyzes it for you. So I'm not a perfectionist archetype because all those numbers and crunching numbers, analytics, I don't really like looking at. So that's why I have the app to kind of crunch the data for me. And it just tells me, oh, okay, this post really performed well. Oh, cool. You know, uh, let's see, where were we? Oh, like, again, comprehensive program and training materials. I've already said, right, they will work to make you the worksheets, make you the checklist. They will invest in, you know, a VA that will go into their Canva or they might invest in like white label worksheets or they might invest in a coaching program that already offers these worksheets, right? Because they know that you doing the worksheets, you seeing the data, you looking all of, at all of that is what's going to impact you and have the biggest transformation. Because for them, data is important and you seeing the data is also really important. Um, and again, these guys are a lot about the numbers. So ongoing monitoring and continuous improvement. So I had a guest on here, Chanel Robe. You can go listen to her episode, but she has a tracker that digitizes the client touch points and the data. So at one glance, with all the data that it pulls in, you'll know, okay, who's behind, who needs help, um, you know, what module that you're, this client is stuck on. And she has a whole tool that allows you to see where all your clients are at a glance. And it's really, it's a really cool tool, especially if like you are the perfectionist archetype and you're like, oh, well, I, I want to make sure like I'm quantifying my client's transformational process. So, right, this would be a tool that the perfectionist would probably invest in because like, oh yeah, I totally see the value in making sure that the clients are on track and I am following up with the people when they need, how they need it. But for, like I said, the powerhouse um, archetype, they're like, you let me know, right? They're, they're not really concerned about where you are on your journey. It's because like, like they want everybody to keep up with, with their process. And then for the popular archetype, they're not really concerned with the data and the analytics. It's more about the inner work and the inner transformation. And that's something that they might, you know, they feel like, oh, you can't quantify like 
someone could have rushed through all the modules, but I need to see them, I need to feel them in order to know that they actually got the transformation that my course or my program said it was going to provide. So, right, so those are all the archetypes in a nutshell, like what they would spend their money on. Again, the powerhouse archetype will spend their money on like success and efficiency, right? Results and efficiency, but the popular archetype will spend their money on like high touch like, events, like really um, getting to know more people that way like um, a high touch way. And then the um, the philanthropist will spend money on customer service and community support. Like those are the tools that they would invest in. And the perfectionist will spend money on uh, data and analytics to make sure and that they are getting the results for you that you want to get. So again, those are the four archetypes and how they invest their money, why they invest their money. And if you have any um, any questions or anything, again, drop them below or just hit me up on Instagram. I'm Kylie.OTA on Instagram and I'm always answering my DMs. So if you have any questions about any of these archetypes, go ahead and hit me up there and I'll see you guys again.